1: Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. Launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at pitpass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast.
0: Producer for Pit Pass Moto. Since this episode was recorded, there have been some changes to the upcoming Moto America Superbikes event at Road America. Unfortunately, due to COVID-19, spectators are no longer permitted, which the guys do discuss in this episode. But you can still catch all the action on Moto America Live Plus and on Fox Sports. Keep checking RoadAmerica.com for their updates on upcoming events and changes that may occur as we navigate during the pandemic. Enjoy this interview, and thanks for listening to Pit Pass Moto.
2: Welcome to Pit Pass Moto, the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you at home. I'm PJ Doran. And I'm Dave Sellecki. This week, we have Director of Communications for the Road America Racing Facility, John Ewart, with us, where we will be seeing at Road America, the Moto America Series. Big news, Dave, we're sponsored by Moto America, and they bring us what we so desperately want to see, that being top shelf racing with the fastest guys in America, 190 mile an hour plus super bikes, they've got it all going on.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And you got to check this out. If you go to their website or look at their social media feeds, there is the coolest video I've ever seen of Cameron Beaubier going in slow motion. They filmed it. It gives you a good idea and a feeling of how much that motorcycle moves as it's going around the course that you can't see in live timing. The way he wrestles that bike around the corner is just absolutely stellar.
2: It's artwork when you get to see it in slow-mo. Those are some of my favorite clips, and there's just a lot to love at any given uh, Moto America race weekend. They've really made a push to make this a family-friendly environment. You've got family fun zones for the kids, carnival games, stunt shows. you got electric kids' bicycles kids 16 and under are free. If they come in with a paying adult, this really is a place that uh, caters to the family uh, who wants to go see some racing.
3: Talk about tremendous value. I mean, in addition to the great racing, you get all these amenities. I mean, I'm excited to see this junior cup class this year. There are some young kids, boys and girls, both just absolutely killing it out there on these small motorcycles, little Ninja 400s, RC390s and YZFR3s going around the tracks for some really super competitive racing.
2: Yep, that is a great class to watch for the up-and-coming stars of motorcycle racing. You can check it all out on MotoAmerica.com. And further, hopefully you'll hear those very racers talking to us here on Pit Pass. Hopefully we'll be talking to the race winner After we go to the upcoming race at Road America, that is about it for Moto News right now. That event that I personally will be attending and can't wait to have happen. But that is in the future and we're all excited for it.
3: Absolutely. Can't wait to see some racing. So this week's Pit Pass Trivia Question of the Week is, what year was the first Road America race held? And bonus points if you know the months and dates. We'll talk about that more later on in the show. That's a great question,
2: and we'll hopefully be able to and uh, elaborate on other questions about Road America with our upcoming guest, John Ewart. Yeah. Welcome to Pit Pass this week one john you are mr road america as i call him every year when i get to talk to him i love talking to john on an annual basis because it means one of my favorite events of the year is afoot and we're going to talk about it now welcome back to the show john how are things in wisconsin
1: doing good guys thanks for having me we finally have some warm temperatures coming uh coming in and the grass is greening up and everything's looking good so wisconsin is getting ready to
2: get some bikes on track Right on. So I'm going to lead with, as a longtime attendee of races at your facility, I, of course, have an online account, and I got an email last week inviting me to come out May 8th and 9th this past weekend to do some camping. Did I understand that email correctly, and how did that event go or just that opening go if that, in fact, happened?
1: Yeah, it was definitely really cool. We had family camping going on May 8th through the 10th. It was a good way for us to get the event facility open to our fans and and sort of test the water, so to speak. We know that there's still some safer at home mandates currently in place. And obviously, everybody's doing a great job of keeping themselves safe as well. And we want to send our thoughts and prayers out to anybody that's had family members affected by this horrible virus. But we wanted to provide an opportunity for people to come and camp. And get to experience Road America, and also open the gates and, and show people that we're ready to go for the season. That was just one way for us to kind of get everything going and 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 start um, you know dusting off the rust a little bit from the off season and the cold winter months, so we can get ready for the Moto America Superbike weekend, which is coming up at the end of this month. What's really interesting is that Road America falls under. A lot of the uh, essential business aspects that are currently in Wisconsin for safer at home. We are a facility that can rent golf carts. We are uh, essentially a campground, as we do for a lot of our events. And those uh, were opened up a couple weeks ago. So we decided to go ahead and launch this and let some people come out and camp. Additionally, we have our motorcycle schools, our driving schools going on, and four miles of fitness. So we're ready to go. Our staff is doing lots of things to get the season ready, based on all the current mandates that are in order and guidelines from the CDC. A benefit for Road America is that we have printed home ticketing, so you can scan your tickets and come through the gate. A common misconception that a lot of people have with Road America is that they're worried if they're dedicated to a seat, much like a baseball stadium or a football stadium. And that's not the case. That's why we're called America's National Park of Speed. You can come in, you can ride in, you can spread out, Definitely practice some social distancing, and uh, we encourage fans to obviously practice social distancing, find a great viewing location for themselves, their family, and their friends. Make sure to uh, cover their coughs, wash their hands effectively, as well as just... you know, follow all the various sanitary guidelines. We have sneeze guards in place at all of our concession stands provided by Sea Manufacturing, a proud Wisconsin company. We just developed a partnership with Guy and O'Neill for disinfecting wipes that can actually kill 99.9% of all bacteria within 15 seconds. And we're wiping down a lot of common areas there, using them at our concession stands. And uh, a lot of our concessionaires are putting social distancing policies in place. You can shop online at our paddock shop and pick items up at the curb. So Road America is a perfect place to get out and about, to enjoy some live sports, some two-wheel action with the Moto America Superbike Series, and have a great time with family and friends. And once our safer-at-home mandate will be lifted, hopefully at the end of May, we're looking at May 26. we're ready to get rolling into the Moto America Superbike Series weekend.
2: It's so great to hear you say all of that, John, that the, this weekend, this past weekend, sounds like was a success as far as a system test, if you will. What changes should uh, a spectator, a fan uh, who comes out regularly or doesn't be looking for over perhaps years in the past, uh, other than the obvious obey the, the social distancing uh Guidelines that we're all aware of now uh, across the country. We're all aware of this. Is there anything else that that a fan might perhaps need to know or be aware of before they arrive at the facility? I myself, I plan on camping. Can't wait to do it. There's a lot of friends I only get to see once a year, and they're at this facility in this race. So I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things we pride ourselves in is doing a lot of improvements during the off season. So. There's some great things that we're going to unveil very, very soon. You're going to see them, and they're going to be incredible. We've got new terraced seating with stone provided by Etern Balder Stone in Turn 12, commonly known as Canada Corner. Some also some really good new improvements to our viewing locations up by the Elkhart Lake Lions Stand located at the top of the hill, looking over 13. Additionally, we've got a new gate facility over at turn four, so campers can come in and go very easily and be able to check in and go straight to their campsite. We also got some incredible new things in the paddock. We're improving some concessions areas, improving some traffic areas, and fans are going to be very, very pleasantly surprised. We're waiting for some good weather, That's going to come into play later on this week, and we're going to take some great photographs of a lot of these improvements and share them on social media as well as some some press releases. So we encourage everybody to just keep an eye on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram to uh, be ready for those. Also sign up for our email newsletter. One of the things we pride ourselves on is always reinvesting funds back in the facility. We're looking forward to the 2020 season again we want to let everybody know that we've only postponed one event which was our spring vintage festival weekend and that was upcoming this weekend we're moving that to a later date because we want to adhere to the safer home guidelines we're also planning on all the other events going on as planned people have been doing a great job with flattening the curve as they like to speak and uh, also uh, staying safe at home so that way we can get the heightened part of this virus behind us. A lot of things that are really encouraging for us, especially in the two-wheel category, is that when you ride a motorcycle, a lot of people like to have bandanas on or have those face coverings. And those are perfect. Those are perfect. We encourage people to ride in, make sure you print your tickets at home and ride in through the gate, scan your ticket and go enjoy the race. And your face coverings that you normally use to keep the bugs out of your teeth, work great in this situation when it comes to managing social distancing and covering your coughs. And then we've also got great places for people to wash their hands or people can bring their own hand sanitizer. There's always been some concerns as to, okay, food and concessions. And another positive for Road America is that uh, while we have some of the best concession food in the country and our concessionaires are, are working diligently to make sure everything's safe, if you want to bring your own food and tailgate with the family, you can do that too. There is 640 acres to spread out on 4 miles and 14 turns to watch your favorite riders battle for another win at our classic racetrack.
2: Oh, I love listening to you talk about it, John. Uh, like myself, you're, you're a fan of the the events that you uh, are such a huge part of. I cannot wait. i am uh, been making plans with the group of people I travel with, and I know a lot of other people are doing the same. Uh, we've been talking to riders, racers, Moto America principals. Moto America's now sponsoring Pit Pass, so we've had some close interaction with them, and everyone is excited to have this be the the kickoff event to our 2020 uh, motorcycle racing season, road racing season, as it were, uh, in the U.S. I'm looking forward to those updates and upgrades you're talking about. I was sharing with somebody, and you know, we were talking specifically about your facility, and and how pleased they were to hear you know, that every year there have been meaningful updates. It wasn't that long ago that I was telling people, you should see these jumbotrons. They're exactly where we would want a jumbotron. It's, it, and you guys have made it just a wonderful facility that gets better year in, year out.
1: We're still trying. We're incredibly proud of it. Our guys are out there mowing the grass right now. It's starting to green up. And just the other day, I noticed some dandelions were blooming. So that's definitely a positive. Riding weather is here. I Sometimes you say it's right around the corner. It's actually here. We had a little bit of a cold Mother's Day. But uh, I can't think of any better way to get out and, and uh, get some freedom going on and get on your motorcycle and there's no better way than social distancing and, and uh, you know, you're on your bike with your buddies and, you know, you're, you're giving the high signs and you're coming out for a long ride and then you can spread out, you know, have a campfire, have a couple beers or some adult beverages and, and sit there and really enjoy it. We're excited about it. We're, we're doing everything we possibly can to make sure that this environment is going to be fun and safe for everybody. It's a new normal, but what's great about Road America is that it's kind of always been normal to us. You know, We've got a a big place to come and just have a blast. We know the riders are excited to get out here and race and battle for some points and some championships. We know that everybody's ready to kind of just be done with being cooped up. So we encourage everybody to go to roadamerica.com if anybody has any concerns about uh, how we're taking active steps against this horrible virus. You can go to our page and read up about it. You can also go to the Moto America Superbike page and understand what's going on with the event there, understand how to get tickets, understand where the schedule is, and then also just uh, stay active on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest updates. There's going to be a lot of exciting things this summer. A lot of things have changed, and a lot of things have been moved around, so there may even be more action coming up, that'll give people more things to see because a lot of different series and racing venues have had to try to change things around. If we can get our doors open and get that green light from the government, we're ready to have everybody come in and who knows, we might be racing every every day of the week and there's nothing wrong with that.
3: John, I'm curious, um, you really tell a good story about the value you've, you've added to the facility and the, and the events, you know, it's, it's always a tough thing to come up with. And, and I think you guys are setting a standard for your competitors, no doubt. I'm just curious where those ideas come from.
1: We like to pride ourselves in on being one of the most dynamic facilities in North America. We are one of the lo- longest road courses there is. We pay close attention to what other road courses are doing, what other racetracks are doing, what other venues are doing. We listen closely to the fans. We enjoy that feedback. Moto America just put out a wonderful fan survey a couple of weeks ago, and we paid close attention to that. We pride ourselves in listening to the fans if they go to Mid-Ohio, listening to the fans if they go to Road Atlanta, VIR. We don't consider these tracks our competitors. We consider these tracks our, our friends, and uh, we like to bounce ideas off of each other. We're doing everything we can to give people a positive experience so that they can come back. Uh, we've been here for 65 years. We're celebrating our 65th anniversary this year, and we want people to be here for another 65. And the only way that that can happen is that a generation after generation after generation really has a great time here and keeps sharing those positive stories. It's tough to find somebody that has something bad to say about Road America, and we're very proud of that. And if they do, we'd like to do our best to see what we can do to fix it.
3: Yeah, for sure. And I think anytime you engage the customer the way you have, it, it does nothing but pay off. And One of the things you had scheduled for that vintage MotoFest that I think you said was rescheduled was Salute to Cycles Parade Lap. I mean, how cool is that to uh, show up in an event like that and be able to take a lap around the racetrack? I think that's outstanding.
1: Absolutely. Not only are we doing that, I mean, it's a great way to come, get your bike out on track and and see yourself on track, but also – we encourage people to pay attention to our motorcycle schools. Not only do you have a basic rider course where somebody may want to get their certification to ride motorcycles and may be interested in purchasing their first bike. We also have advanced courses as well that help you become more adept with the current bike you're riding. Some people buy a basic cruiser for their first bike, and they maybe they might want to move up to something a little bit bigger, but they're a little bit intimidated by that. So you can definitely look into our advanced courses as well. We also offer classes for ladies only. Sometimes it can be really intimidating, and we have courses that are taught by incredible instructors, women, and they're all women only. So everybody's sort of in the same basic learning level right there and it's it's just a lot more easier and easier to do, more easy going. and uh, they have a great time. We have a lot of positive feedback from that. So we're like we said, we developed these programs based on fan feedback and that's what we're given to our fans. If we can get enough people that want something done, we'll definitely do our best to make those changes.
2: John, correct me if I'm wrong. I think typically in the past, after the Moto America weekend, the following weekend is a vintage deal of some form. Is that happening again this year as well?
1: Yeah, it's certainly happening. We what we've done is we've combined it with the Moto America Superbike weekend.
2: Oh, perfect.
1: What's great about that is that all of the vintage Motorfest activities those will take place in the paddock. So if you're a fan of somebody that does a build of a classic bike, if you're a fan of somebody that takes a low rider or even a scooter and does some really cool customization to it, if you're a fan that just loves maybe like a rat bike or something like that, that's all part of vintage moto fest, which is one of the, the Midwest's largest ride in bike shows. You can also trailer your bike in if you want. And we've got some really cool prizes with that. So the guys have brought that event to the Moto America event, and you're gonna have bikes, beers, and bands going along along with some great racing on track. So you've got Moto America racing on track, you've got the vintage Moto Fest off track, and that's primarily on Saturday. So that's what's really cool with that, is that uh, if you're an enthusiast, maybe if you got a cafe racer at home or a sport bike, or you, know, you just kind of love both aspects, or maybe you only love one type, it's pretty much all there in one place.
2: Is that, John, then the, the moto, uh, Vintage Moto Fest, which is awesome to have wrapped into the same weekend, is that somewhat taking place of, of, of the type of things that we've seen historically? I know last year there was uh, a really uh, pretty big stunt show going on down in the bottom part of the, the facility down towards uh, the final turn uh, in the infield. Is, is this in some ways replacing that or in addition to?
1: It's in addition to, and we're going to have the stunt show as well. So there's a whole lot of activities that people will be able to see and experience during the entire event weekend. We wanted to essentially put all of our two-wheel activities under one umbrella and get everybody the best bang for their buck.
2: Well, that's that's amazing. Uh, You've made uh, me very happy. And as well, I'm sure all the motorcycle fans that are going to be there we are looking so forward to it uh, it is in the very near future now to all of our listeners if you're listening right now and you're hearing us talk about this start making your plans because it's it's happening and i am stoked that that is so thank you for joining us today john it's a pleasure talking to you and here in the skinny now i got to follow the website right to find out what these new updates and upgrades you are bragging about are
1: yeah definitely everything's going to be coming out you know as we get closer to really opening the doors we're excited about it. We encourage fans to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Additionally, with all of the very scheduled changes that have been going on and all of the very safer at-home mandates that have been going on, definitely stay tuned because, who knows, you may see some additional racing this year, and uh, that all is, is a wonderful opportunity to get out to Road America, maybe more than once.
2: Well, we hope everybody takes advantage of the opportunity, and we want to thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass, John. Thanks so much. Guys, thanks
1: again for your time. Again, stay home, stay safe, stay healthy, stay positive because we want to see everybody here at Road America.
3: Okay, the answer this week's pit pass trivia question of the week is, let's read the question back one more time. What year was the first road race? at uh, Road America Held. And bonus points if you know the months and dates. And the answer is the first races were held September 10th and 11th of 1955. Quite a long time ago. That track's just been around for forever.
2: Yeah, and it's amazing. And if you wander around the facility, as I have in years past, attending various forms of racing there, you get a lot of that history. If you go into the neighboring town of Elkhart, you can see the history of that facility, Road America, written on the walls of a lot of local establishments. The the pictures are amazing of them cutting through the forest because it is quite honestly uh, the closest thing to going to germany that i think i've ever felt it, you feel like you're in the black forest the trees in parts of the track almost canopy the track entirely it just feels like you're riding in the woods
3: scenic beautiful facility for sure now did you know pj that uh nascar actually held its first event there back in 1956 about a year after they opened
2: wow I so did not going know back
3: that. in time i mean that's a that's a ton of racing history
2: yeah the place is amazing and please as we've talked about join us there because that's the next available opportunity you might have to see some racing action we look forward to it
3: absolutely we do
2: We want to thank our guests again for joining us today. and We want to thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app where you'll get alerts when the new episodes are uploaded. Of course, also make sure you're following us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and pitpassmoto.com. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcasts. A special thank you to Tommy Boy Halverson, Chris Bishop, producer Leah Longbreak and audio engineer, Eric Colt. Now I'm PJ. And I'm Dave. We'll see you next week on Pit Pass. Keep the rubber side down.
0: Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go.